1: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday
0: edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available
2: on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Orlando Magic won the battle in Salt Lake City as well as against the Lakers on Saturday. But did they lose the war? What the Orlando Magic lose without Wendell Carter and how they'll fill in without him ahead of a very busy week for their defense. We'll get to that today on Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Indeed, locked on magic today is November 6th, 2023. My name is Philip Ross Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, what the Magic lose without Wendell Carter. We'll get to how the Magic are going to fill in for him and what they ultimately have to replace. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown Podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. The Lockdown Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Today's episode of Lockdown Magic is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Don't forget that tonight, the Orlando Magic take on the Dallas Mavericks at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Every game of the Orlando Magic's hometown broadcast is on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search for Orlando Magic. I talked about it a little bit yesterday. I, I wanted yesterday to be focused on what the Magic did and, and the statement the Orlando Magic made in their 120 to 101 win over the Los Angeles Lakers. Because it was it was a big statement and, and was made even bigger by who was not there and, and how the magic filled in without him. The news came down just before tip-off on Saturday. Wendell Carter will have surgery to repair. Uh, a fracture in the third metacarpal in his left hand. That is, the metacarpals are the are the muscles that are the bones that attach your hand to your wrist. Third metacarpal is this, it, it, or your third finger is obviously your middle finger. So it's probably like uh, I'm pointing on. For those listening, I'm pointing to my hand. It's 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 a bad injury. Internet sleuths will tell you that uh, without surgery, it is a four to six months, four to six week. Recovery time, um, we're at the very least, you know, Wendell Carter will be reevaluated in three weeks, so we're going to leave it there. I'm not going to go to the internet. To, to I'm not going to be an internet doctor here. We will hear more about Wendell Carter around Thanksgiving. We probably will not see him. We will probably see him around New Year's Day or Christmas um, if everything goes according to plan. It's obviously a, a huge loss. Um, you know, the center is... is Probably the, not that Mo Wagner or Goga Batadze are not solid candidates, but center is probably the thinnest position on an otherwise deep team. You know, the magic will be without Gary Harris on, on Monday for that, for the, for their game against the Mavericks because of a string right groin. Um, but they have Anthony Black to fill in for him. They have Jed Howard to fill in for him. They have Caleb Houston to fill in for him. Um, if any of those opposite, you know, those are all rookies. So, you know. Yeah, do, do, are those really reliable? Uh, Markel Fultz remains questionable with left knee swelling as well um, for that position, for that spot. And obviously you have Cole Anthony behind him. Anthony Black can fill in some point. Jalen Suggs can fill in some point. There's there's options. And while, you know, both Bo Wagner Gogo Batadze bring their own flavor to the team, and we'll get to them in a bit, um, it, it's definitely the thinnest part. But it's also thin because, really because of the versatility that Wendell Carter brings. What are the Magic losing without Wendell Carter? That is the big question. Look, we all know what Orlando's defensive philosophy is. They want to protect the paint and keep teams out. And they've done very good at that. Their defense was the hallmark of their win on Saturday, as much as we want to talk about the offense. The offense was very good. Best offensive game of the year, at least by offensive rating. The Magic's defense is the deal. And Wendell Carter is one of this team's best defensive players. No doubt about it. Entering Saturday's game, at the very least, um, when I looked up all these stats, Orlando was eighth in the league, giving up 46 points in the paint per game. They did a pretty good job in the paint against the Lakers. I think it was, what, 50 to 42, so that number improved. Opponents took just 23.8 field goal attempts per game in the restricted area. That's the seven, That was the seventh fewest in the league. Again, these are entering Saturday's game. And made only 58% of those shots, the second lowest field goal percentage in the league. Initially, opponents take 19.2 field goal attempts per game in the paint outside the restricted area. Um, that's 10th most in the league. Uh, But the Magic are essentially giving these shots up instead of shots right at the basket. According to data from Second Spectrum, opponents shoot just 55% at the rim against the Magic. That is the second best defensive field goal percentage in the league. And 28 field goal attempts per game. Even though Wendell Carter is not thought of as a strong shot blocker, opponents were shooting just 13 for 33 against him this year at the rim. That is Wendell Carter's strength. Wendell Carter is so excellent at being in the right spot, at positioning himself to contest shots, and, and to be just a, a tough player to score against, to, to, to get into the lane against. And he works for this defense because he's so adept at playing on the perimeter as he is defending the paint. Window Carter may not get a lot of blocked shots, but and, and because of that, it's not quite the rim deterrent we'd all like him to be. But the bottom line is, you're not scoring against him. The bottom line is, he is going to hold his ground, hold his position, and make it tough for you to still score against him. Go ahead and challenge him if you want. This, this year for sure, certainly a large chunk of last year, You are not going to do that. This is the backstop that the Magic are losing without Wendell Carter. This is what the Magic lose without Wendell Carter. Is just someone who is just difficult to score against. Someone who anchors this team's defense. It's always been impressive to watch. It's always been Just a a really, it's always been the thing with Wendell Carter. And the Magic just have no one on the roster that does exactly what he does. Jonathan Isaac, as much as everyone wants to see him play center, is not quite ready to play center. Certainly not against your Nikola Jokic's, your Joel Embiid's. Wendell Carter may give up some points to those guys, but he makes some work for it. You know, Anthony Davis still had a really big game uh, on Saturday. Jonathan Isaac is not a a center, but like the options behind him, Goga Batadze is a solid defensive center. You know, we'll talk about what he brings to the team in a minute, but he doesn't give you the offense, the ability to shoot and spread the floor that Wendell Carter does. Similarly, Mo Wagner might give you a ton of offense. But he is, while the numbers have been very good this year for Mo Wagner, he is not the defender that Wendell Carter is, not anywhere close. And so the Magic lose a lot of versatility, which is obviously something they really value. They lose a lot of versatility, and they've got to figure out how to fill that in. More importantly, they got to figure out just how to kind of Step up to the plate here. And that's what was as impressive as anything else from Saturday's game. The Orlando Magic, obviously, are losing a lot with Wendell Carter. But the rotation is capable of filling in. We'll talk about the way that they did that on Sat- in Saturday's game. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word for our friends over at game time. Look, it is a home week for the Orlando Magic, but the Magic aren't going to be home that long this week. The Magic got the Dallas Mavericks tonight, and then they're off to Mexico City and then the Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday, and then they are on the road pretty much until Thanksgiving week. And we you got a very busy Thanksgiving week so uh, with the NCAA tournament, so a lot, to, a lot, a lot, a lot to look forward to. It's a busy, busy week, actually. So if you have family coming in for Thanksgiving or you're trying to catch the Magic this week, go to Game Time to make sure you get the best value on tickets anywhere. Game Time offers last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in our area, including Orlando Magic Games, as well as Orlando City playoffs, as well as whatever's going on at the Performing Arts Center. You can get views from all seats in the venue, lowest price guaranteed, they have event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and plenty more. GameTime is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it start. It's the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals at sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Again, terms apply. Create an account regime code Locked On NBA L-O-C-K E-D-O-N-NBA for $20 off. Download Game Time Today, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Atlanta Magic obviously have already begun to adjust to life without Wendell And Like I said, I would, we're not going to learn any more about him until Thanksgiving, until the beginning of December. At this point, I would anticipate not having him until Christmas. Orlando's going to have to learn how to hold the boat steady. And if there's one thing this Magic team should know how to do, it's play through injuries. But, you know, I sat in this chair all summer. I made some controversial decisions during the lockdown NBA mock draft because I was determined to make sure the Magic had a high-level backup center. I sat here and said, I love Wendell Carter. I, lo- I love all the th- a lot of things that he does. At this point, you have to bet on him missing at least 15 games every season. So here are our 15 to 20 games we're going to be without Wendell Carter. It's like clockwork, unfortunately. Um, he's never played more than 67 games in a season. It's it's just it. That's just the deal right now with Wendell Carter. The Magic, though, felt very comfortable with the options they have. They didn't add anyone new. They feel comfortable with Goga Batadze and Movagar And look, Movagars had a fantastic season. At least entering, uh, entering Saturday's game, he, he was giving up only four for 11 shooting or, or three for 11 shooting on shots at the rim according to Second Spectrum, a a percentage that is better than what Wendell Carter was giving up. But Bo Wagner has five blocks on the season already. He had 13 total in each of the last two seasons. So I got to give Bo Wagner his flowers on defense. He's fouled a little bit too much, but he's very good at getting in position, taking charges, and, and trying to hold his own. The Magic, though, started Goga Batadze. And I can't say I was completely surprised by that. Goga Batadze is a strong defender and shot blocker. And I think there's one thing that we could say about the starting lineup. Even though the spacing can be a little cramped, the Magic would prefer to start with a strong defensive unit. They want to set the tone in that first quarter defensively. I I will tell you, we'll talk about the, the game tonight in a little bit. The first quarter is going to decide a lot. The Magic want to be strong defensively from the jump. They want to set that tone physically and let everyone know, like, hey, it's not going to be easy tonight. And player after player after player, coaching staff, the coaching staff, they all highlighted that Goga Batadze's shot uh, block, he had five blocks in the game on Saturday. Goga Batadze's block on the first possession of the game of Anthony Davis was. A tone setter for the whole game. The Magic got after it because they made that big play right from the start. They set that tone. And that's why Goga Batadze started. But it's not just having those two players in place. And and, and who plays center. It's it's not just about that. Because yes, you know, Mo's still coming off the bench. And he's been fantastic this year. Goga's giving the magic the, gave the magic, at least in Saturday's game, the same kind of defense he gave throughout all of last season that enabled him to stay. Um, believe it or not, the Magic had their best on court defensive rating with Goga Patadze on the floor more than anyone else last year. Again, small sample size played only 17 games. Offense was nothing to write home about, but the guy can defend. The guy is a solid defender, he's an energetic defender. He is ready to play, and credit to him for being ready to play. But now everyone else has to step their game up too, because one thing Wendell Carter did was he rebounded really well. Um, probably the best rebounder on the team, which which some people would probably argue is not saying a whole lot. But essentially, Wendell Carter got hurt, securing a securing a rebound that sealed the game for the Magic that put them up three, or put the or would eventually put them up two. Wendell Carter, again, gives the Magic something they would not otherwise have. And and that's the thing. So now everyone has to step their game up. The Magic have to defend a little bit better on the perimeter knowing that Carter's not behind them. Everybody has to contribute on the glass. And look, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, Anthony Black especially, are all insanely good rebounders for guards. But they're going to need more from Palo. Paolo, you know, Paolo's got to get a triple-double this year. I fully believe that. But the rebound's going to be a big part of that. And that's not his strength. Franz has to be more a bigger rebounder. The bottom line is everyone has to contribute. Everyone has to do their part to fill in for what they're losing with Wendell Carter. And, And perhaps it's good this is happening early in the season, Because A, they'll have Wendell later in the year, but perhaps it's good because this is where the Magic's continuity matters too. We talked about continuity all training camp. We talked about continuity all preseason and how that was going to give the Magic a leg up because everybody knew everyone. Well, that continuity matters even more when you face injuries because now players are going to be sliding into unfamiliar groups. Rotations might get jumbled up. And credit to Jamal Mosley, he's deciding not to change the rotation. Anthony Black started for, for Gary Harris and Marco Fultz. Goga Batadze started for Wendell Carter. Playing group, The bench playing group stayed the same. Now, the bench still struggled in, in, a little bit in, in the wind over the Lakers, but there was as little disruption to the team as possible. And as Mosley put it, we trained in preseason and training camp uh, to play with different groups. So they, sh- you know, and, and the idea behind this Magic team is to have a style of play. So it's not just your running sets and doing all that stuff, but everyone understands the expectation at all time and could slot in to whatever lineup they're called to slot into. That's that's kind of the big idea behind the Magic this this season. Um, And, and again, how, one thing I've always been impressed with Jamal mostly is he's, you know, kind of coaching the team this group will become rather than the team they are necessarily. They're preparing. They're always preparing for this moment. Um, The continuity is going to help this team. It's going to make them able to adjust quicker because they know how to play with each other and they understand the role they have to fill with the group. And so the Magic are prepared for this. It obviously won't be easy because Wendell Carter is a very good player. There's a reason Gogo Batadze is coming off the bench and is out of the rotation when Wendell's healthy. healthy. There is something missing. And obviously, Wendell was struggling a little bit with the shot, but he is a threat to score in a way that Gogo Batadze is not, and to some extent in a way that movagars is not, as good as movagar is offensively. And so the Magic are going to have to step up. They always work. But this injury perhaps forces them to be a little bit more alert. To be a little bit more focused. Forcing maybe some guys who wanted to be unselfish that maybe need to be a little bit more selfish and look for their own and get their own. Because they know they have to fill in for what they're missing with Wendell Carter. So far, obviously so good. The Magic had a fantastic game against the Lakers. But there are still a lot of work to do. And that work begins, of course, tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. The week ahead for the Orlando Magic and White is a big test for the Magic's defense. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word for our friends over at FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown and kick off the NFL season today. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL.
0: This is Jake from On.
2: Uh, about the schedule because I I want these podcasts to to be a little bit longer lasting, have a little bit of an evergreen quality to them. Um, You know, we obviously talk about games as they come up, so I don't want to neglect it. And and this week though is going to be an interesting week for the Orlando Magic. Um, This week is, is going to be a huge test for this team. I I will sit here and say it. Um, I think through six games, we can say the Magic's defense is pretty real. Uh, I have been blown away by how good this team's defense has been. Uh, I think that I did not expect them to be this good and to be this dominant early on in the season. But the Magic are sitting here second in the league in defensive rating through the first six games. 103.5 points allowed per 100 possessions, a plus 6.3 net rating. This team is playing really well. And it doesn't matter how good or bad their offense has been, They're scoring enough to make their defense matter. Their defense is tough to crack. The Lakers got it a little bit in in Los Angeles on Monday. The Clippers found a seam and broke through a little bit uh, for the first really poor defensive effort of the season. But overall, the Magic have been really, really, really consistent. But this is a group that's going to continually be tested. And this week especially is going to be a huge test. On the docket this week, you know the Magic, at least let's let's let, let's let's look at it this way: of the top ten defenses in the league, of the top ten offenses in the league, the Magic have faced only one top ten offense, and that is the LA Clippers, one seventeen point four points per one hundred possessions to start the year. Very good offense. Obviously, we know what happened there. Magic lost one eighteen to 102, 41.3rd quarter. Paul George had a big game. Russell Westbrook had a big game. It. it it, it unraveled. The, the Magic The magic really struggled in that game. This week, Orlando will face two teams with top 10 offenses. The number two Dallas Mavericks fresh off a come-from-behind win over the Charlotte Hornets on Sunday. 119.9 points for 100 possessions. Really good start for Dallas. And then on Thursday, the Atlanta Hawks. points per 100 possessions, the third best offense in the league early on this season. Behind them on Saturday, the number 12 Milwaukee Bucks, 112 points per 100 possessions with Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is a big week then for the Orlando Magic's defense to show us just how real they are now you're not ever going to slow down or you're not going to ever stop these defenses your goal is really just to slow them down and the magic offense has come alive at the Amway Center they've had two games with plus with uh, a hundred, 120 or better offensive ratings um they haven't clipped they haven't eclipsed 110 on the road yet so being at the Amway Center is going to help now obviously they'll be in Mexico City for the, the game on 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 Thursday so may not help so much there The altitude might help slow down Atlanta more than anything else. The key for Orlando has been controlling pace. Again, fun with early stats, so take it with the grains of salt necessary. The Magic are 21st in in the league in pace at 99.9 possessions per 48 minutes. You're looking at Atlanta, that's 4th in pace. Dallas, that's 11th in pace. Those are teams that want to get up and down the court and run. And so the key for the Magic this week is defending the three-point line, which this team has been much better at than they were last year. They're giving up much fewer attempts from deep than they did last year. Some of that because the pace has slowed down a little bit. Um, But defending the three-point line and, and protecting the ball so you're not giving up fast-break opportunities because we know Dallas wants to run. Dallas has been killing teams with Grant Williams trailing for threes, for Luka sucking up attention and kicking out to three-point line. That's the Dallas offense. And so the defense, we're going to learn just how good this defense is by the way they play against these quality opponents. And, of course, as a team, you want that test. You want to be tested by these games, by these moments. This is what you want. But we got to get there, obviously. And and, and this team has to go out there and prove itself. Uh, and, And so... Without Wendell Carter again, we're going to learn a lot about this Orlando Magic team over the next three games specifically. for the Magic head back out on the road and start their in-season tournament at Brooklyn, another really good offense. Just Brooklyn is currently, where's Brooklyn at? Eighth in the league in offensive rating. They'll face Indiana on that road trip. Seventh in the league in offensive rating. Boston's obviously coming up first in the league in offensive rating uh, in a couple weeks. This defense is going to continue to evolve, but there's still a defense that needs to make a statement. And this is a statement week. If Orlando's defense can going to hold up against these next three opponents, really these next four opponents with Brooklyn next Tuesday, then we'll know we're cooking with some gas. Then we'll know, okay, this defense is real. It certainly feels real right now because they just hound you and swarm you. they got a clear identity. It feels very real. But now we learn how they play against quality opponents. And that's just a fun thing to test and to see. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, if you're tuned in. Himla, like Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of other single podcasts to your podcast enabled advice for late on the Magic. Be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can of course follow me there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Also, be sure to check out my Patreon page, Orlando Magic Hub. Go to Patreon.com/slash Orlando Magic Hub. Up there on the site today, you will find at some point today a video breaking down Franz Wagner's aggression and why it's awesome that he took 28 field goal attempts on Saturday and what that means for his season so far. Dive deep into Franz Wagner. We'll probably hit that on the show in a couple of weeks, but you can get an early sneak peek on my thoughts on that over at the Orlando Magic Hub, patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. I thank you all for the support. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Don't forget to check out the Orlando Magic on Sirius XM. Go to the Sirius XM app and search for Orlando Magic to hear the hometown broadcast for tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks. Until next time, when we break down that game against the Mavericks, we'll see you all again for another episode